Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Thursday. Max, what's going on? I, I guess maybe it was a misstep for me to tell people that we're talking hockey today because no one fucking showed up to the daily Ooh, to listen they live. They ran away. Uh, so that was it. I mentioned hockey. But you know what? If you're listening right now, too fucking late. It already counts as a download. So if you want to stop listening right now, I understand. <laughs> but we already got your download. So it's, it's, it's quite fine by us. Uh, good to be back. Um, listen to yesterday's episode. And I'm I'm fine, guys. I'm 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 OK. I'm not upset at all about what you said. <laughs> So nobody I'm was shitting okay. on you, just that that team. Two two teams, really. It was it was the the my Jaguars pick and my Dallas Cowboys pick. And my point in in the chat was Ooh. this: one through three in the NFL right now, uh, you can you know split hairs between the three best teams. We, we I think we're all in agreement. It is Buffalo, Kansas City, Philadelphia, three best teams in the league. All all of us agreed on that. Four through 20, flip a goddamn fucking coin. There's so much parity in this league right now that, like, honestly, you could argue right now, four through 20. Uh, unfortunately, for tonight's Thursday Night Football game, I don't think we get any of those top 20 teams playing, really. So we get Denver, Indianapolis. And if I didn't scare you off with the NHL talk right now, yeah, tonight's Thursday Night Football game is the Colts and the fucking Broncos. So enjoy this episode, uh, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a fun one. There you go. I think you and I both had Dallas in the top 10. I think uh, Panther's the uh, the outsider in this one. Just saying. I am the outsider. I, I left Dallas out. I'm not I'm not a believer. Um, so I, whatever. We'll just talk Dallas. We'll talk on Saturday. I Listen, I wasn't shitting on Max's. Uh, I, I just, look, we had three different lineups and uh i didn't agree but at the at the what i do agree on though is the, the, the four through 20 i mean i get where you get there with dallas i get where you get there with jacksonville um i just liked other teams better it's, it was nice to see that I, I stood pat on my Bengals, and it was nice to see you guys get them into finally get them into your top, top 10 it's amazing what winning will do for a team i can't wait for the for them to uh, fall flat on their face 
<laughs> this but, is the week. They play Baltimore. This is the week. <laughs> I mean, that's the theme right now for Thursday Night Football, though, Max. Teams falling flat on their faces. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's that's, uh, you know, my Rams uh, opened the season by falling flat on their goddamn fucking faces. I mean, that was that was uh, that was the uh, precursor to the entire Rams season right there. It was open, <laughs> open. It's like Super Bowl hangover, Thursday night football, yada, yada, yada. Let's celebrate our rings and get fucking smashed by the goddamn bills. That was that was uh, the opening of Thursday night football. And I, I think. That's going to be a theme throughout the season. Uh, but listen, I mean, there's not much more that we can say about oh, these Thursday night football games. I mean, I I like listen, I like them because it's it's football on another night of the week. And I'm not a college football guy like you guys are, right? So I don't I don't watch college football, you know. And and so for me, getting NFL on a Thursday night, and whether it's the goddamn Colts and the fucking Broncos, I, I'm still excited because I, it's football. On another night of the week. Yeah, we've got Sunday, we've got Monday, we've got Thursday. And when playoff time comes around, then we get the Saturdays. And then, oh my God, I can't fucking handle it. Four, four days a week of uh, NFL. Um, COVID times were wild, right? We we're getting those Tuesdays <laughs> and Wednesdays night games from f- fucking time to time. Uh, so again, what we can say about Thursday nights is, yeah, it's it's a short week. Base offenses, base defenses, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and, and you know, the, t- the team at home tends, usually has uh, the, the slight advantage. Ooh. And uh, Ooh. Choosing you know, your words carefully there, my friend. I, I, I choose my words pretty carefully, yeah. Uh, but, you know, tend to have the, the advantage. Uh, so I, I, I'm interested to see, like, <laughs> like, I mean, this is a quote-unquote primetime game. But, I mean, is has the Thursday Night Football game actually been a primetime game ever? I mean, it was on the NFL fucking network uh, last year, right? I mean, who could even find the NFL network on their goddamn uh, cable boxes? Like, <laughs> seriously. Like, you tell me, right now, if you're listening, you fucking tell me, without looking, the number of the fucking channel in, 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 in your cable box for the NFL network. And now moving it to Amazon, where it's like, great, uh, you know, does everyone got fucking Amazon Prime? I don't think so. You know, in, in the in the streaming wars that we can fucking you know talk about of of who's got Disney Plus, who's got HBO Max, blah blah blah. Yeah, like, does everyone got Amazon Prime to watch NFL? I I don't know. So, quote unquote prime time game. So we'll see uh, which team steps up tonight in the quote unquote prime time. A lot of quotes there. There's a lot of quotes. So many quotes. I can quote more. I can. I, I listen. I can quote uh, uh, Russell Wilson if you want me to. Gee, guys, let's have fun tonight. That's a Russell oh, Wilson you, quote. Jeepers! You've hinted at it. Why don't we talk some football? All right. What do we got tonight? It is the Colts and the Broncos. Colts right? and the Broncos, and we can laugh Ooh. about it now. But we got Commanders Bears on deck next week. So. This is some high high quality football. This, <laughs> this is the Thursday night football we deserve. I'm just saying. Well, listen, I, I mentioned Russ, and, and unfortunately, Russ might not be able to cook at full capacity today. I mean, he's he's already limited by bad coaching. He's limited by a lack of talent around him. He's limited by his overall mediocrity, but now he's oh. going to be limited by a shoulder injury. So that's what Russ is dealing with this week while he's trying to cook out there. Still, I would argue that a one-armed Russ is probably better than a washed-up Matt Ryan. After upsetting the Chiefs a few weeks ago, the Colts got back to their losing ways last week in a loss to a division rival, Tennessee. That didn't even the score wasn't even as close as that game. You, you know, like I think it was only a touchdown. Uh, Tennessee dominated that fucking game. The Colts looked uh, absolutely atrocious out there. Now they're on a short week on the road in Denver with again a quarterback, Matt Ryan, who has thrown the same amount of passes to the other team this year than he has to his team in the end zone this year. Got five interceptions, five touchdowns on the year. And 
we should mention this. Their star running back is out for this game. He is not playing. Mr. Taylor is not going to play. So if you're fantasy guys, by, by the way, if you're listening to fantasy and you weren't aware, I'm sure you were, take Jonathan Taylor out of your fucking lineup right now. Um, Denver's defense kind of got brutalized last week, right, by the Raiders. <sighs> Let's just pause right there. The fucking Denver defense got brutalized by the Raiders. <laughs> but, you know, listen, I have a gut feeling that they're going to be back in form today. I think that this defense uh, is, again, short week, being able to take advantage of uh, Indianapolis's offensive woes. I don't think Russ is going to need to cook that much tonight. I think this is going to be an ugly, low-scoring game. And ultimately, I think Denver wins. And ultimately, I think Denver covers. So a $50 bet on the Broncos. This is this is such a hard game because I don't feel good about either one of these teams. That that Indianapolis Colts win against the Chiefs just it just sticks out like such a sore thumb because other than that game, the Colts have looked absolutely terrible. Just uh, the, Matt Ryan has five touchdowns, which in its in of itself is impressive considering they didn't score any points against Jacksonville. That's five touchdowns in three games there. I, I This Colts team, uh, I, with it being a long week after this game, if they lose this game, which I think they do, Frank Reich's job <laughs> might be done. They'll have a 10-day window to, to implement somebody else. Uh, I, I don't like the Broncos. Russ is injured. Their run game is, is suspect. Um, both defenses are quite capable. I think, you know, I agree with Max here. We were talking pre-show about this total. Uh, I really like the under here. When I came pre-show, we were kind of talking and whatever. I really wasn't on this game. But the fact that the Rams aside week one, I don't even really count that because it's not a short week. The home team has won every other week on a Thursday night. Denver is already a tough place to, to play for away teams. And it's on a short week. I think Denver does win this. Can we still get the three, or do I have to take that hook? There's three. No, no. I, I'm locking in the three. If it's three and yeah, a three, half, I get three, worried. Three. I'm taking the three right there. <laughs> Give me. I'll take the Broncos and lay the three for fifty bucks. Oh man! Oh man! Alive. Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Oh do no, it, no, do no, it. no! We're not even close to that. We're not even close <laughs> to that. I'm just fucking stoked the Panther took Denver on the show. You know, he didn't write it down. We know that has, what kind of track record that has. I like the Colts plus the three and a half. Oh, I love the Colts plus three and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if the Colts are going to win, but I think this is going to be a very close, ugly game. Uh, you know, <laughs> your top running back gets is is listed as not playing, and it maybe moves by the hook. That's it. <laughs> Fifty bucks on the Indianapolis Colts. I should have just I, money I'm astounded. It. <laughs> I'm, ast- I'm astounded. Really, like I, I was not. I was not expecting that whatsoever. Like, really, like, you know, explain yourself, Arch Stanton, please. I think the Colts, I mean, it's about that time when they're going to get it in gear and start looking like an actual professional football team. It's about that time for them to start. So Frank Reich will win a bunch of games, save his job, keep everything, keep everything barely afloat and, uh, you know, reload for next season where they can sign some other broken down quarterback. It is what they did last year, right? Exactly. They, they treated the first four weeks like preseason and then they came out and won like six out of seven games. Yeah. And so get, yeah, it, it it's, it's terrible the first four weeks. Next gen has Matt Ryan playing marginally better than Carson Wentz. So good news, Washington. Your next quarterback is lined up. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, where's next gen got Russ cooking uh, at? Ooh. Uh, just a little bit ahead. Okay, so right here in this bunch, it's Daniel Jones 
And then Carson Wentz is a little bit better. Derek Carr's a little bit better. Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, Kyler Murray, uh, Jacoby Brissett, Russell Wilson. That's oof. And yeah, we're talking just a few points between the between those guys. I, so I, listen, I mean, uh, there's there's talk about, of course, you know, uh, the decision of Russell Wilson to go to Denver at the expense of giving up his two, you know, really solid uh, wide receivers in Lockett and Metcalf in in Seattle. Um, are are we seeing that as 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 a major issue here, Panther? Is is a lack of wide receiver like really what's killing him? Because to me, it's like I don't think that offensive line is very good. I think that offensive line last week um, was was holding on to dear life against a pass rush for the Raiders. That's what decent. You know, it's it's not it's not like they got Khalil Mack out there or something. You know, uh, fucking rushing the quarterback. They were literally holding on to Raiders players last week. Is it a, a is it the offensive line Panther or is it just lack of weapons? Uh, it's maybe a little bit of both. And I think Russ has to own some of this too. We talked about the shoulder injury. We talk about his age. Um, but uh, listen, I don't fault him. I fault him if he cares about winning, but he's got his rings, right? He, at this point, if they're going to pay you that kind of money and Seattle wasn't, are we mad because, you know, somebody came knocking on your door and said, Hey, we're going to give you, a quarter of a billion dollars to come play for us. I'm going. Max is going. Arch is going. Like, we're going. So uh, maybe they give them some more weapons. Jerry Judy is probably like the only big play receiver that they have. And I just don't recall. He's on my fantasy team. And I just don't recall there being that many big plays. So uh, their inability to stretch the field shrinks their offensive capabilities. They don't run the ball that effectively. Um, Williams was injured. That doesn't help. That's too much on Melvin Gordon. He's a non-factor. So there's a lot of factors at play in here, not to mention the division they're in. Like we said, going into the season, I said, I don't know if you guys agreed, but I thought they were already the fourth best team, even with Russ. And we saw it last week against the Raiders. So I don't know if you can point at just one thing. I think all of those things are um, mitigating factors. It's a, it's a, it's a disaster, right? Because let's, let's put our tinfoil caps on for just a second. Russ wasn't even quarterback. They wanted, they no, hired this no, coach. They, 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 they want, hired they wanted, this. Yeah, yeah. They wanted Rogers. Yeah, yeah. They hired this coach because they thought they could make a destination location mm-hmm. for Aaron mm-hmm. and it, it didn't quite pay out. You know, you can't set your watch to Aaron Rodgers because, uh, <laughs> It's his prerogative to change his mind. Uh, absolutely. And listen, I think coaching is got to be a factor in all of this as well. I didn't even mention coaching. I mentioned offensive line, lack yeah. of weapons. But but coaching decisions has been uh, a disaster this season for for Denver's offense. I think uh, it's it's like a perfect storm. I don't think Russ has the opportunity to thrive where he's at right now. Uh, can it get better? Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it could possibly get better. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, this is what we've seen through four weeks is the going to be the entire season for Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos. But through four weeks, it's, it's looking like a perfect storm of shit for, for Russ. And, uh, you know, I would say I feel bad for him. I just don't like him too much. Like really, you know, I, as, I, well, listen, as a Rams fan, you know, I mean, he's fucking had to fucking deal with him for goddamn so many years. I'm happy that he's gone, but now I got to deal with the, the amazing threat of Geno Smith out there who's just uh, MVP style. Um, <laughs> you know, you know. to Arch's point, though, I think the Colts have more upside the rest of the season than the Broncos. Like, the Broncos, I think they are who we thought they were. They're, how do they get better? I don't think they get better in 2022. I don't know. I, I kind of disagree on that. I think, again, the biggest challenge for them is their division. 
where as opposed to the the Colts, uh, I mean, as much as I love the Jaguars and Tennessee looks iffy as well. I think you know the, uh, Colts have an opportunity to uh, bounce back in in the uh, the AFC South. I think Denver just being in the West is tougher, but uh, they've got a really good defense, and and if they're off, you know. Take their defense, mix it up with fucking uh, uh, Detroit's offense, and there's your fucking uh, uh, Super Bowl <laughs> champion right the fuck right there, right? I mean, all, all they got to do is play a little bit of fucking offense, and I think that they can win some of these games. Uh, you know, that's but that's that's a big if. Right as long now as that defense me. doesn't line up against the Raiders for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, yeah. I mean, Matt, you know, it's a, what a Styles makes fights type thing, right? Like <laughs> yeah, matchups right. and stuff like that. The Raider, the Raiders' fucking uh, offense just seems to to you know pick apart that defense for for some mm. reason. But you know, I, so I guess my my last question before uh, we take the break is like, if you took Russell Wilson. And put him on, say, a Detroit team with that great offensive line, with the 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 great wide receiver and and the running back and stuff like that. Do you think he thrives? Do you think do you think he is an elite quarterback if you put him on a team like not to say wins and losses because again Detroit's a fucking uh, defense is, is goddamn atrocious, but like put him with that offensive line, put him with those weapons. Do you think that Russ is is an elite quarterback in this league? I don't think Russ is an elite quarterback. Period. Um, and dare I say, I might catch flack for this right now. I don't even, it's a no brainer. I would much rather have Jared Goff than Russell Wilson. Uh, I have to disagree. I would much rather have Russ than Goff. So there, I, I, elite, I, I don't know. Elite. I'm just trying. I'm just, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I I don't know if I would I would go elite. I, I will say this: I would much rather have uh, uh, Matt Stafford than, than than Jared Goff. But you know that's that's just me because Matt Stafford won me a Super Bowl last year, so I don't know. Uh, Jared, listen, Jared Goff putting MVP numbers again. I think because of that offensive line, because of uh, the the weapons around him, I think you put Russell Wilson on that team, and uh, they're still probably have the same goddamn record because their defense sucks. But you know he, he's definitely going to put up much better numbers behind that offensive line. He might he might put up career numbers, is what I would say. Is Russell Wilson probably put up career numbers if he was on Detroit this year, just because that offensive line would fucking protect his ass. <laughs> I'm factoring in everything. I'm factoring in his shoulders. The, 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 like the rust we're seeing right now, I don't like him. I don't like him on any team. All right. There you go. It, it's it, it's like green eggs and ham. He does not like them on the Broncos. <laughs> he does not like them on Detroit. He does not like them on C- the Seahawks. He does not like this Russell Wilson. Let's take a quick break. Let's talk about the book club. Finally. Finally, these guys are these lazy asses fucking showing up mid-show. Uh, I'm glad though because we're about to talk hockey. Let's see how many people drop. How many people it. drop off? Yeah, let's see how many people drop off. Uh, but yes, they are listening live over in the book club. Uh, Panther, I do believe we got a new user uh, early this morning. Did you see that? Midnight, like a little after midnight. Yeah. T Hags nine hundred one joining the book club like a little after midnight. Ain't no damn well. I'm in bed, but I might have been one of the first ones to see him. Well, you were probably still up, Max. You don't sleep, mm-hmm. but I, I, I saw it at 2 o'clock this morning. So welcome to the degeneracy, T-Hags 901. Awesome. And, and I believe uh, uh, Arch, Master Bling, officially joined right the, the crew. Like He, he did the three-day trial, and now he's, he's part of it, he's right? One, he's one of us now. That's right. Wow. And you can get a free trial. All you got to do is go to the degens.net. And sign up, and you get those three free days, and and you'll love it just like Master Bling did, and then you'll sign up for the twenty five dollars a month right now, and you can enjoy NASCAR picks. Uh, I already saw, oh, man, man, did you see that? Uh, you before Phil went to work this morning, he dropped a, a, an MLB mm-hmm. uh, prop 
over in the uh, DGEN's picks, uh, the MLB DGEN's picks channel. So I like it. I like that p- that pick a lot. You can get access to those picks. All you got to do is book it over to the book club. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGEN's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hockey. Hockey. Okay. What are we talking about, hockey? Okay, so the first thing I want to do is just run through uh, season points, right? Like, I got 10 plays, like five overs, five unders that I really like. So I just want to run through those picks, see what you guys think about that as well. And then, you know, I can always, uh, you know, uh, give my opinion on on anything or any questions that you have. And of course, listen, I know we've got a lot of hockey DGen fans out there. I'm really going to lean on you guys in in the book club, too, as well, to give give some uh, some feedback and some, you know, thoughts on on the games as they go this year. But uh, we'll we'll do that. And then after we'll we'll give a quick look at uh, conference winners and then uh, Stanley Cup winners. So it really is a a primer in hockey, right? So uh, first off, it's just, just running down points, like the, the over-unders that I like this season uh, thus far. Um, the, you know, the first one that I want to look at is the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, we have the Arizona Coyotes at 65 and a half. I like the under on that one. Listen, I mean, Arizona was a shit team last year. They had a terrible offseason. This is a team in flux. I, 65 and a half is... Man, I, I they're 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 lucky to get. They had fifty seven points last year. I think they're, they're lucky to get that this year. I think Arizona is a clear under for me uh, going into this season. Um, next up for me, Carolina Panthers. Let's look at the Carolina Panthers here. We have um, sorry, Carolina Panthers. The Carolina Hurricanes. God damn. Uh, <laughs> Uh, over a hundred and two point five. I I like the Hurricanes there. Uh, you know, uh, Carolina. You know, um, uh, they they lost they lost some offense from last year. Uh, a little bit of offense from last year, but uh, you know, they they, they signed uh, Paul Statsny, uh, Brent Burns. Um, you know, so I I think they 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 have uh, balanced out some of their losses that I don't see this team as. 
dropping off much from last year. They had, um, what, what was it last year? They had 116 points last year. I don't think they get to 116. But if you're telling me that they had 116 last year, you're at 102.5, I think they go over that one. Uh, next one up for me, the Florida Panthers. Here's the Panthers, uh, the other Panthers. Uh, you got them at, uh, let's see, 104. uh, 104.5. I think they go, go over uh, that as well. They had 122, 122 points last year, guys. 122. Uh, they've, they've lost a couple of people, though, right? Um, you know, they, they, uh, they, 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 they uh, they got uh, to to Chuck. He's twenty four years old. He signed an eight year extension, but uh, they 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 lost a uh, Huberdu. Um, you know, I, I think uh, I think this team isn't going to be as great as they were last year. But I mean, I I, I like them going over uh, that as well. Uh, moving on to the Minnesota Wild, uh, Sexy Maxi's uh, Minnesota Wild uh, have them at over the ninety nine and a half. Uh, this was a team last year that uh, the Minnesota Wild had 113 points last year. So that would be a huge drop off for them. Now, uh, goalie situation is 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 interesting for them uh, because Mark Andre Fleury resigned, and he was he was kind of looking like he was on a downward trend when he was in Vegas. He, he kind of bounced back a little bit last year. Um, they, uh, uh, you know, they, they lost, uh, you know, a couple of uh, big uh, points, uh, point scores. I think uh, one of their leading point scores last year left. Uh, still, I, I I think they have some good depth on this team. Minnesota Wild could be a dangerous team. I, I like them on the over. Uh, next one up for me, Montreal Canadiens, uh, 72 and a half. I am going to go under oh. the 72 and a half on the Montreal Canadiens. This is a team that had 55 points last year and oh. didn't do enough in 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 the uh, the uh, preseason uh, the postseason uh, offseason, what what were you gonna say, Arch? You get seventy three under seventy three and a half. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I, I listen. I they, they had fifty five points last year, <laughs> and uh, you know uh, Carey Price um, not looking good, right? So I think uh, this uh, this is a team that is completely in flux. I don't like the Canadians. I like the under on that one uh moving on to the new jersey devils there's high hopes on this new jersey devils team devils at 91 and a half people think that the devils are going to be a good fucking team you watch them in the offseason you're like man the devils are a good fucking team i don't think the devils are a good fucking team i am going under on the new jersey devils mm. here i'm not buy- i'm not buying the hype of the devils i mean they're, they're, you know offseason uh decent but not great um Listen, man, you know, uh, they, they they had the opportunity to land the biggest free agent that was out there, a New Jersey native, and they failed to do that. I, I have them going way under this amount, uh, too inflated on the devils here. Uh, Philadelphia Flyers next up. Some Flyers fans might be out there. Maybe. I don't know. Does anyone even feel, fucking watch the Flyers anymore? I like the under on the Flyers as well. This is a team that was absolute shit last year. And, and basically what they're going to try to do this year is they brought in a new um, coach, right? Um uh, who is it? Um, John, uh, John, John, uh, John Tortorella uh, is uh, <laughs> oh man. Maybe John Tortorella could uh, fucking coach his team. They brought in Tortorella to try to like, you know, uh, re revitalize this team. I don't think it's going to be this year. That's for fucking sure. I like the under on the flyers. Uh, next up, 
a team that I talked about a lot last year, the Seattle Kraken. I was high up on the Seattle Kraken last year. Well, you know what? Uh, they they had some good offseason acquisitions. Uh, they got a new coach. Uh, they they have uh, you know some financial flexibility, and all that means nothing to me. I still think this year is not going to be a good year for them. They're still going to be rebuilding. Uh, well, building, if you will, not rebuilding. <laughs> They're going to be building a team. I like the under on the Seattle Kraken as well. Uh, let's see. And then last up for me is the St. Louis Blues. This is a team that fucking picked up steam last year, a team that I liked last year, and it's a team that I love this year. I like the over on the St. Louis Blues. 94. I can get you a pinnacle. 94 and a half. Awesome. So those are kind of my my uh, over-unders. Uh, Panther, any teams that you're interested in or do you want to take a, a, a different look at or any disagreement for any team that I said? Uh, you know what? No, not really. I think some of them might be a little little too close to, to place a bet for me. But listen, Carolina and Florida, we talk about them every year. They're damn near unbeatable at home. So them getting to triple digits shouldn't even be that hard. Uh, it's almost a actually, it's not even almost. It is a consensus that Arizona shits the bed. They're terrible. So the under, I love that underplay. Uh, and we're going to talk about uh, our futures plays and the plus numbers or whatever. But like you, I love the wild and I love the blues this year. Yeah, I definitely circled the blues as something you want to keep an eye on. I thought I thought that 94 seemed a little light for St. Louis, especially if they can build off last year. And Seattle's my big question mark because we they seemed on paper to be so good and shit the bed so hard. I kind of wonder if that's a reversal. I, I wonder if we're going to be seeing some overperformance. So I was kind of thinking the over in that 81 and a half on Seattle. Really? Yeah, I mean, I just I'm just not seeing it. I'm I'm just not seeing it. You know, this is this is a team that I thought was a fringe playoff team last year, mm-hmm. based off of their expansion draft, and uh, it didn't work out that well. Uh, they, listen, they made they made some good strides this year. It's I don't I don't hate uh, what Seattle did. Um, uh, the, you know, they they, uh, uh, they they basically they cut some salary, gave themselves some flexibility. Um, you know, and they got a new head coach who's, who's got an experience with a young team and, a, and and building a team. So I think they make some strides, but I, I still have them going under that. So, yeah. Well, another team I wanted to get your opinion on, the Blackhawks are at a poultry 66 and a half. I like, I, I, I like I, the over in that one. I think they can I, they, they sneak over it. Slightly over. I mean, I have it so fucking close. They were a 68 point team last year. Uh, my, my concern is like, I think they might be in tank mode this year, Arch. Uh, that's my biggest concern about them. Um, they, you know, I think they're trying to land, land the number overall, uh, you know, number one overall pick. Um, Connor Bedard is is slated to be the number one guy. He could be the future of that franchise. I could see them and uh, Arizona full fucking tank mode this year. Really, that's my concern yeah. about them. That's where I was with Chicago. Is they were just such a dysfunctional nightmare last year i i've got the, i, I want to call them coyote-esque i think they're that bad but throw it like intentionally throw games to be as bad as arizona is going to be this year <laughs> all right those are the two or actually three i guess that i had questions about I might have been over ambitious because we, we we don't have much time left uh do we want to try to uh, address uh conference and stanley cup winners now i mean you know you can just bang through it. I mean, we already know. Right. Yeah, 
I'm going to throw mine real quick. I know okay, what Panthers going to do. <laughs> well, th- then there's there's five teams I just want to talk about for uh, uh, both, you know, a mixture of conference and Stanley Cup. Uh, Calgary Flames. So we're looking at conference right now. Calgary Flames uh, to win the Western Conference uh, plus 650. I had this at plus 800. I'm losing value on that. But still, I think the plus 650, I like the Flames to be able to win the Western Conference. Uh, Minnesota Wild. I had this at plus 800. It's actually now plus 900. So you're getting even more value on the Minnesota Wild. Kind of like the Wild is on a flyer to win the West as well. Uh, my best play, I'd say, in the West, absolutely value play uh, team that I do think could win the West is the St. Louis Blues plus 1,000. I fucking love the St. Louis Blues this season going into it. Uh, I have high expectations for them. They'll probably fucking fall flat on their faces, but I like the St. Louis Blues uh, going into this year. Uh, so the plus 1,000 to win the West, uh, you know, uh, they signed uh, 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 Bur- uh, Burowski. Um, uh, they they uh, um, they got uh, uh, Bjorkstrand. Um, this is this is the team on the rise. I, I like uh, them in the East. Um, the, looking at the Eastern Conference, Carolina Hurricanes. Um, Plus 550. I like the Hurricanes to possibly win the Eastern Conference. And the other team to come out of the East. Uh, I got to say it. It's the New York Rangers. Uh, they almost came out of the East last year. I think there's a team that come out of the East this year, plus 900 New York Rangers. Those are my conference winners. Uh, Panther, what say you? Uh, I didn't really put anything down for conference winners. I just looked at Stanley Cup. I I get the flyer play on St. Louis, but I, I, I think there's way more value in St. Louis to win the Stanley Cup. I think Colorado wins the Western Conference, and nobody else is going to matter. They're just going to have to try and beat them in a seven-game series. The Eastern Conference, I think, is just like last year. I mean, you've got Florida, you got Carolina, you got Tampa Bay. Doesn't never go away. And now we get to add in uh, a Rangers team that I agree with you that they look really good. Boston, if they could ever get healthy, I like the, the Eastern Conference is just so freaking hard. Um, but I, I would probably still lean uh, Florida and Carolina there. All right. Arch, what are you looking at? Because I'm, I'm not a huge fan of the big favorites this year. I think Colorado's taken a little bit of a step back. Uh, no Darcy Kemper anymore. They lost, uh, uh, you know, Kemper uh, out there. Um, uh, they, they lost a couple of different, uh, you know, players that were. Uh, I mentioned Andre uh, um, uh, Bur- Burakovsky. He, he's gone. So you know, Kadri. Kadri's gone as well. Kadri was a big, a big uh, portion of this team. You know, they're they're still a really good team. They were a deep team last year. I just are they a contender? Yes. I mean, they won the Stanley Cup last year. I just there's no value at plus 170 there to win the conference. Um, Toronto, I'm not loving Toronto and Tampa Bay. Like I'm uh, uh, here. I go again with Tampa Bay. This is a, te- <laughs> this is a team that made the, uh, this is a team that made the Stanley Cup last year. I, I like Tampa Bay. Um, you know, are they a hundred point team? Yeah, they're a hundred point team, but I don't, I, they're, they're just taking a step back. I don't love Tampa Bay. So none of the big favorites to me have the value for me to take a flyer on them. In my limited capacity to understand hockey, I think the Calgary play is the one you circle a hundred percent with the mm-hmm. most value, the best, the best value. I'm not sure about Minnesota. I'm not sure about the Rangers. I could be persuaded to go St. Louis. I found an 11, plus 1152 Ooh, on nice. St. Louis. Yeah, nice, so, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I think Calgary and St. Louis are the two you circle. I'm just, I, yeah, like I said, I don't really, 
understand hockey that well. <laughs> All right, let's uh, quickly go over to uh, Stanley Cup winners. Uh, I mean, not much surprise here, right? Uh, the Calgary Flames, I think, have a really good fucking chance to win this. Plus 1,500. I fucking love that. I had a plus 1,600, so lost a little bit of value there, but that's fine. Uh, I like the New York Rangers to win the Stanley Cup. Uh, let's see. We can th- get the Rangers here at 1,800. That's what I had them at. So, uh, you know, that's uh, holding Pat there. And then uh, how could you not? I had this at plus 3,000. I got this at plus 3,000. It is now only plus 2,200. The St. Louis Blues. Again, I I really think that the Blues team, what I saw from them in the second half of last year, what they did in the offseason, I know they're in the West. I know they got to get through Colorado. But man, plus 2,200 on the goddamn St. Louis Blues. Can't fucking beat that. Can you get more? No, Pinnacle's got Calgary at plus 1,206. Wow. If you can get a fifteen hundred, you got a two fist, both feet jump into that yeah, one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Whew. Man, Panther, what about you, Stanley Cup winner? You know what I, you know what I noticed though, and looking at the Vegas lines, like Vegas loves some of these Canadian teams. They love Toronto, they love Calgary, and they love Edmonton. And I, I couldn't get on board. I just don't see enough consistency. Where I am on the on the value, listen, St. Louis. The Rangers and the Minnesota Wild. I, I think from a pure value play, there's legitimate shot for those three teams. Logically, I'm on Florida, Carolina, and Tampa Bay. I think those are the three that one of those three is going to show up out of the East. And if, if the way Vegas, but the lines that I'm seeing, they disagree with you, Max. They say it's Colorado. Colorado is winning back to back, and it's not close. They love of Colorado there's no value in it but if you want to put all in on one team like it's it's the abs and nobody else I, I can't add them in so I'm on Florida Carolina and Tampa Bay gotcha I, I was just uh, looking it up uh, best line we find for Calgary's plus 1500 Rangers plus 1909 St. Louis plus 2619 those are the best lines I, I can find for you. Twenty six hundred. That's a lot. Those are great. <laughs> I, I mean, but, but I mean, again, like I had St. Louis at plus three thousand when I when I locked these in. I mean, th- this is a this is this is a line that's dropping. I think some people are starting to see that, that the Blues could uh, you know be a threat, and maybe some money's coming in on St. Louis there. Uh, listen, I, I'm not I'm not I'm not shitting on the Colorado Avalanche here. They're absolutely coming into the season as the favorite. They absolutely uh, have a chance to uh, to win back to back. They just lost a lot. But they were a deep team last year, and what do you always say about you know depth, man? Their depth matters, and they lost depth a lot of that matter. depth. They lost a lot of that depth in the offseason. so they got to see if they can you know develop or or have some guys step up or in in that team. And I just I don't see them as good of a juggernaut as they were last year. So yeah, plus four twenty five to win it. I'm I'm just not seeing the value there. Um, I don't know if you can find uh, Colorado versus the field, but yeah, fucking hey, take the field. <laughs> take the field in my opinion, right there. All right. There's a lot of hockey. It was a Too lot of hockey. hockey. Too much hockey. I'm going to close this thing out. I got some comments. You want me to go through the yeah, comments? Yeah, go some comments real quick. Uh, let's see. Uh, Iceberg taking Denver Broncos, minus three. Uh, King Kyle in response to Panther saying Whoa. he'll never go to Colorado. Iceberg jumping on the public. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so King Kyle saying he'll never go to Colorado. <laughs> uh, Rory, Rory saying love the F. Uh Iceberg saying Panther must be sick. Check his temperature. I think that was his uh, Jared Goff comment. Jared Goff comment. Yeah. Um, 
Rory seems to be a fan of hockey. He put a nice hockey gif in there. Uh, Iceberg saying Florida Panthers money line. My fault, Max. LOL. Uh, Kyle saying hockey blows. Says they need to widen the ice. Okay. Uh, Rory saying uh, in response to hockey blows, so do the Eagles. And you watch them. Oh. Kyle. Kyle uh, disagreeing with me about uh, the Devils' chances of signing Johnny G, saying uh, that Johnny G is closer to the Flyers, grew up in a Flyers fan than he is Devils. He's from South Jersey, not your shitty North Jersey, to which I said, go fuck yourself, Kyle. And the Flyers fucking suck. Uh, And uh, I, I do admit, though, the Flyers have, yet again, another Philadelphia great fucking mascot. Listen, I love I love the mascots in Philadelphia. Good stuff. That's it, Arch. I'm not taking advice from Kyle about where players go anymore. I lost. No, I'm, lo- I'm no, losing money. No, you're losing money left and right from him. Yeah. What did we talk about today? We t- talked about Thursday night football, but first we kind of needled Max Still about his power rank. God damn it. Just a little bit. God damn it. Just a little bit. And then, of course, we spent the rest of the show talking about the National Hockey League. It's just around the corner. Exciting for some. Not so much for others. People like Kyle. Max, that's it. That is it. Hey, listen, normally we, we take three episodes to talk futures for a sport. We, we jam this into a second half. It was an extended second half, but still only a second half of a show talking hockey. We'll have more hockey throughout the season. We're going to make hockey bets very, very soon. And if you're part of the book club, you'll see even more hockey picks from me in the Hockey Degents channel. Let us know what you think about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please highest rate and con subscribe, download and listen to every single episode. No Panther, uh, Pan- uh, DJ part late today, right? I mean, I mean, this you know what I mean? You, what are we gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. They, listen. There's there's no degen parlay per se. You guys, if you guys part, I know some of these degenerates will parlay some prop bets. You know, some uh, you know Matt Ryan to throw an interception or Jerry Judy on some yardage, whatever. But listen, if, I know you guys are gonna do it. So please show us in the book club. That's where we're all hanging out. Let us know what you're doing. Call us out by name. We'll holler right back. But most importantly, when it's all said and done, guys, let's all just make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.